It's time for the End of Conversation Podcast With funny man Damian Lemon And the voice of your choice Ali Muhammad Yeah, this is Damian Lemon This is Ali Muhammad And this is In the Conversation The Podcast Yep, yep, yep that Back a, again Yeah What? That was interesting how you did yeah. that this time had some space into it, a little jazzy. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, was that a, was a little. That was a little. You know what I'm saying? 1979 ish. Mm, 1979. Yeah, when uh, Cass that was, was a good year. You know what I'm saying? It Cass, they didn't call it woke back. Cass was hip back then. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was hip. It was a yeah. Wit. Enlightened. Uh, right, 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 right. They was with it. Yeah. They knew what was going on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like to. I like to think of myself as a uh, <laughs> hip. I guess. Yeah, I mean, I hope. Not not as in uh, hipster or a hip. No, I know. But yeah. yeah. You just in, down. You just know what it is. You know what time You it in is. tune. Yeah, you in tune. Yeah, I try to be in tune. Shit, I ain't got nothing else to do. You know what I mean? So shit. <laughs> I'm trying to get in tune with the greater with the with the uh the uh larger meaning of it all. You Word know what up. I mean? Right up. Oh shit, B. How you doing though, man? What's the latest? Doing great, man. Shit. Yeah. I'm in you tune. sound like it. Yeah, I'm in tune. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? As as the as the mystics say, I'm beamed up out here. <laughs> as the who would say? The mystics. You know. Oh, beamed up? Okay. <laughs> Not like beam me up Scotty, like on the right. rock, but you know. No, just, okay. I just, ain't think that. Just in tune with the upness. That's all. Got you, got Embracing you. Embracing all you, of the upness, as you would say. Yeah. It is. Gotta gotta surrender to the momentum. That's what mm-hmm. it is. I'm with that shit. Oh uh, shit. What you been up to? What's the what's the uh how was your week? Everything was cool, man. You know, I'm um I'm basically winding down my quarantine life. Well, my quarantine resort life. You know what I'm saying? Uh, okay, okay, okay. So you know transitioning to the yeah. working yeah, uh-huh. I got to get back on it, man. It's about so, mm. you know what I'm saying. I could I could feel it coming on, so mm. I had to get back to the gang. It's calling me. It's but calling streets need streets. you. I ain't gonna be in the streets now, but I'm gonna be back okay. on it. My phone trap okay. line gonna be jumping. Okay, so, time all to get right. the trap phone jumping. You know what I mean? Oh, all right. Yeah. Trap trap. What's what? Who who had that shit? Trap back jumping. Who had that record? Uh, trap back jumping on. I think Ti had a trap back jumping. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. something like that. I forget who. Somebody. My, Somebody's. My, my love. My, my money muse. Uh, Young Dolph is always. Mm. Like, you know, what I'm saying trap phone jumping at six in the morning. <laughs> That's great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so funny. I'm. Ju- I was just as you called. I was just listening to Dolph's new shit. The uh, what's it called? Free slaves or something like that? Rich yeah, slaves? Yeah, yeah, rich slave. He just dropped it yeah. on Friday, I think it was. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I fuck I, with um, Dolph. I had to, you know, had to explain to my my 16 year old why uh-huh. Dolph is my favorite money rapper, which is not an easy task. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When you when your child is asking, why are you listening to this? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. This, this, this guy, he's not saying anything new. And I'm like, nah, he ain't saying <laughs> I like the judgment of the question. Yeah, why yeah. are you entertaining this shit? Yeah, like, why why, 
ride Dolph. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I had to break it down that everybody that raps about the same stuff don't rap about it in the same way, and everybody not built the same. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. See, it's all about I was. It's all about the nuances in mm. in this music. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes a rapper could rap a whole song about some bullshit and say one line that resonates with you. You know what I mean? Mm. And mm-hmm. it sets them apart from the other rappers because now you get their perspective and their perspective you can you can align some of your perspective with. You know what I'm saying? Right. And with Dolph, because he's like a self-made person. Yes. You know what I'm saying? He has a different perspective on how he flexes and talks about the same shit that everybody else talk about. You know what I'm saying? Because uh-huh. in a lot of his shit, he talking about the bank. You know what I'm saying? He talking about, you know what I mean? <laughs> talking about burying the money till it rot. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be right. burying this shit till that shit rot. It don't even matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, most trap rappers ain't really thinking like that. You know what I'm saying? They not thinking that long ahead of the game that it's like, you know, they trying to spend all the shit they got. You know? Mm-hmm. Dolph, he been getting it so long. This, and this is the theory of how he's positioning this shit. He been getting mm-hmm. it so long. Some of that shit is destined to rot because it's just so much. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. like like Pablo. Just so much money everywhere that some of that shit just gonna rot. Shit so, everywhere. I like mm-hmm. the perspective. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh-huh. it's like you know he he not in the he not the same positioning as Jay Z, but in his uh-huh. realm. It's the same kind of sentiment that I'm above the the regular old Joe. You know what I'm saying? I'm out yeah. here. I created my shit, self-made. You know, I was born a crack baby, and I'm shit. I'm doing my shit all the way, you know? And that energy I align with, and I, I appreciate Duff energy. If I ain't in the bank, then I'm on the plane. About to go get some money or go spend some money. You know what I'm saying? That's my shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's about it. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's speaking to you. He's speaking to you. Yeah. Then I'm on the plane. You know? Right. So right. I fucks with Duff because his perspective is not like a little boy perspective. It's not like right. a random cat just that ain't had no real experiences, just spitting some words, just spitting some brand names and shit. You know? Right. He might do all that shit, but in between those lines, you're going to get like, yeah, I'm I'm out here making my own way. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I hear that. I appreciate that, too. He's definitely very bossed up. Mm-hmm. Uh, seems to be very principled, you know. Seems to be like, very what? Principled. Like, principled means right, a lot right, to right. him. Certain, you know? Yeah, you got, and some, that, and, you got some principles yeah. about this shit. Yeah, yeah, it's not, it's not, you know, uh, it's not just because there's, there's a cause behind what he's doing. Uh, I didn't know the crack baby wrinkle. Didn't know that. That's yeah, what's he, up. He say that a lot in his music. I was okay. born a crack baby. Uh, that's what's up. That's cool. Uh, I was just uh, watching his Breakfast Club interview, mm-hmm. and uh, side note, shout out to the Breakfast Club uh, Hall of Fame inductees, first ballot nominee. That's mm-hmm. pretty big. Uh, Angie Martinez, Donnie Simpson, and a good Sway Calloway right. also inducted this year. So shout out to them. Uh, you know, I'm sure we'll be in the podcast Hall of Fame at some point. But uh, 
Back to Dolph. Uh, yeah, I was uh, one of the things that he said. What reason that he's so self sufficient? He said he was, he was raised by uh, a old, uh, a old black woman who, uh, who, who uh, really preached independence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, look, you don't need to ask nobody for shit. You can get it yourself. Blah blah blah, and you can hear it. You can hear it. It definitely yeah. has that um that enterprising uh I'ma make this shit happen for myself. Right. There was actually a moment in the interview when they asked him, you know, how you doing in the pandemic? What you feeling? Like, is it affecting you? And he started laughing. Like, you know, he was like, nigga, I to your point about saving money till it rot, he says, Shit, I've been I've been building my whole shit. Around this I've been waiting For this moment You know what I'm saying It's like a nigga That been waiting For the rainy day yeah. You're just out that bitch that's- Laughing delirious With no umbrella Right Cause he's good Yeah right. But that's 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 the type of Motherfucker that I'm talking That's the nuance You yeah. know what I'm saying Like mm-hmm. most cats Like Like cats that's That's getting it And got it in the ground And got it on On standby Yeah It's the time When you getting All the deals Cause when everybody Fucked right. up the motherfuckers with the bread gonna make the most bread. That's why the billionaires getting more billions in the pandemic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's mindset. Right, quick, right, right, quick though. You you sound far away. Do I? Yeah. How about now? Do I still sound far away? Yeah, you sound better now. But you was fading out, and I could like I was straining. The That's community. interesting. That's interesting. I got the AC on in the back. No, no, yeah, that AC up. is just it's like. It like was sound like mic situation. Yo, there you go, right there. That's, that's you there now. Yeah, I just I just turned that AC off, so that might have <laughs> that might have been interfering with it. Nah, no, no. Um, so I'm gonna sweat it out for the folk. <laughs> oh shit, man. Uh what else? So yeah, Young Dolph. Yeah, I'm listening to it. I'm fucking with it. Mm-hmm. I, I like him. I like it. He got a good rap voice too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Old school. Bass ass voice, you know what I mean? Right. Like it ain't a lot of, ain't a lot of cats that got that, that got right. that type of voice that just cut through. And uh, you said uh, he ain't no little, but he sound grown. He sound like yeah. you know, sound like a nigga with uh, with some responsibilities. Yeah, you and know? even though he a young nigga, you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. He 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 handling his business, and he talked like he handling his business. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. to be able to hold that shit down. Put music out back to back to back. Run your own label. He got an artist that's up under him that's popping with Key Glock. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To have been shot. You know what I'm saying? Shot at. And right. you know what I'm saying? Still got the wherewithal to be out here on top of the game. That you know what I'm saying? I appreciate. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I appreciate what he coming with. So yeah, I had to explain that to my 16 year old, and I don't. I don't even think he really still got it. Cause I was about to say, how was it received? And he, you know, he. Again, I always say this, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You, in, in order to understand my perspective, you need to have had some heartbreaking bills. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you, when you ain't got that, it's hard to understand my perspective because people who've been through something, they can respect when a motherfucker can still hold their shit down and, and, and not fold. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can understand yeah. the value in not folding and, and still being on top and still being mm-hmm. even in position, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's some people that, you know, they've been through it, they done fell off, and, you know what I mean? Then they got back on their feet 
and they just here. You know what I'm saying? And it, and, it, and from the outside, it just looked like a, a regular, modest life. You know what I'm saying? But if you knew what that person been through to be standing in that regular, modest life, you'll be like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was supposed to be counted out. And motherfuckers right. still here, still doing their thing and happy about it, man. So I appreciate all that kind of shit at every level. Resilience. Yeah, at yeah. every level. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't, it ain't just at the top. You know what I'm saying? That shit happens, you know what I'm saying, in, at the lowest of levels. You know what I mean? At, at small levels where you might see, you know, somebody that's just in their little, little 700 square foot house holding their own, cutting their grass and making that shit happen. And they here. And they, right. they they good at where they at because they it could have easily not been good and and not been here and still been fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that has a lot to do with just gratitude, you know. Like mm-hmm. to your point, heartbreaking bells, right? And when you get on the other side of it, it could give you some perspective if you pay attention to it. If you if you if you uh if you in tune with it, you right. know, like because there's some people that will go through some shit. And get through some shit and then wind up in some shit again and don't realize how they got through it the last time. Right. You know? Like, uh, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. I mean, life life will throw you different lessons, you know what I'm saying? Even on top of your old ones, you know? Throw you some new ones, you know? It ain't ain't always you get out and that's just it, you know? It's a journey and it it keeps coming and you just got to stay on your toes and stay on your square. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. That's a jewel. That is a jizzle. Oh uh, man. You know, it's funny that you were talking about uh Dolph uh burying money till it rot. I don't know why I was thinking about this. I don't know if it was if I'd heard something in a in a thing, but I was thinking about that. Like Burying money, you know how you bury money and the shit wind up with mold on it or whatever after years mm-hmm. and years. And I was just wondering if there's any way to preserve money, you know, to where it doesn't atrophy like that. Like, can you can you uh, vacuum seal that shit? How long would that last? Is there, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I what? Cats try all kind of shit. Now I don't have no money buried nowhere, so I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right, but but people right, try right. all kind of shit to to preserve the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah they you know, yeah. I ain't got I ain't got no money to bury right now anyway. Different packing not to methods, bury. Different vacuum right, yeah. sealed methods. Different plastic wraps and you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Maybe you don't put it in the ground. You put it in a wall. I don't know. Drywall over mm-hmm. the shit. I don't know. You know what I mean? I, but the, that ain't the, the the problem now. Ain't so much. Uh, how do you preserve it from rotting? The problem now is how long before they phase that shit out and then you stuck, you know what I'm saying, with with the stacks in the wall or the stacks with in cash. the cash with cash. You know what I'm saying? Mm. They trying to phase that shit out. Like right now there's a, a, a coin, coin shortage. You know yeah, I heard. I see it. Yeah, I see it. You know what I'm saying? So at a certain point they're going to be like, you know what, why are we dealing with these shortages, you know, fuck money. <laughs> if you got money, you need to come on here and and, and register it with the goddamn government. Then <laughs> mm. that's what I mean. Yeah, ooh, that's the worst. <laughs> yeah, that ain't good. That ain't good. That's Go get your voucher. Then you yeah, gonna be start selling that shit off. <laughs> you know what I'm saying seventy five cents on the dollar. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Like food stamps. Yeah, yeah. Give you $75, for, 75000 for this 100000 shit. <laughs> Get that to me in, uh, in Bitcoins, please. Thank you. That'd be a sad day. I know, be but. a sad but, fucking day, bro. But you you know Hustlers is, is aware of that chatter, so that is a concern, probably. Yeah, I mean, you know, money's always a concern when you when you're trying to make it move money. But damn, whoo! I don't know, man. I, I, well, that's interesting. That's interesting because it also money is so such a constant, you know, especially in a capitalistic society, right? And just mm-hmm. cash, you know, right. cold hard cash. Cash is king, you know. Counting counting them ones, hundreds, whatever, just. Just it's something therapeutic about it in my mind, right? And then mm-hmm. uh the Bitcoin situation always it just feels so much like a video game. You know what I mean? Like it's just the it's so abstract. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it and it's really it's really just based on the amount of uh faith and trust that we have put into this paper and coin money system that we've been taught you know what i'm saying so it's it's just it's just such a what's the word such a a mainstay but it also makes me think speaking of mainstays there has been this article that came out just recently uh by a guy named james altucher Mm -hmm. who is a yes uh like a a millionaire or was a millionaire or is been up, been down, you know, he made a lot of money off of Bitcoin. Uh, he also does comedy. He is a co-owner of Stand Up New York. Whatever. Well, anyway, he put out a, I guess he wrote a post and then the New York Post published it. But basically his whole shit was, New York City is dead for good. Mm-hmm. And that's got people going crazy, especially natives. Like, man, if you don't get the fuck out of here with that type of shit, man, this is, if anything, this is a reshuffling, you know what I mean? We're going to see who's going to tough it out, blah, blah, blah. But, um, you know, some of his his arguments was, one of his big arguments was the fact that this, uh, you know, this telecommunication boom, all of this Zoom and all these people doing work from home, mm-hmm. you know, the fact that it's actually thriving, the fact that the bandwidth is way bigger than it was, what, 20 years ago, or maybe even 10 years ago, mm-hmm. that it opens up the uh, the opportunity for people to get shit done outside of office space. He was talking about, I don't know if it was the Condé Nast building or one of these big builders that got like, you know, 8,000 uh, capacity typically mm-hmm. on a, on your yeah, every day. And right now it's only 500 people in there and, you know, all of this other shit. And it's one of those things where, you know, you conflict it because you, and I speak for myself, you put so much stock in New York, you know, New York City, you know, mm-hmm. uh, as as this, this fucking uh, capital, this financial capital, this cultural mecca, this, you know what I mean? All of mm-hmm. this shit. And... You know, like, 
There is, I couldn't, I just, I'm going to bet on New York until it's probably all said and done. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Which a lot of people do. That's why a lot of motherfuckers be struggling out this bitch. But, <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Because I do think that if you could make it here, you could make it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Has seduced so many motherfuckers into poverty. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you could struggle in New York, you could probably thrive in Dallas. Right. But motherfuckers just don't, they don't consider that. But uh, it just, it was just one of those things that just kind of made me uh, give that, just to turn that idea over in my mind. I want to know your thoughts on that. And mm-hmm. then, uh, and uh, oh, I want to also add to that. And we'll go further. But first, what's your, what's your thoughts on just that uh, that idea? That New York is over for good. Well, you know, you can't count it all the way out for good. Mm-hmm. New York has been dying a, a long, slow type of death culturally. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As, as far as, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, especially after Giuliani and the way that they kind of position culture. And and um, there's, a, there's a reason, you know, when 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 they say Atlanta influences everything, there's a reason why Atlanta's culture is booming. It's because it's backed up by the politics. You know what I'm saying? They got a mayor named Keisha. They have people in office that, you know, allow the culture to thrive. That 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 pat you know, they don't put ordinance ordinances in the way that kill culture. They still give permits for big festivals and shit like that to the independent promoters and the clubs are still able to thrive. The strip clubs are still able to be within the city. You know what I'm saying? It's all a part of their whole thing. So because they have that in place, then you're able to create new culture. What what happens is in New York, like, you know, like Giuliani era, it's like you shutting down shit and it's like you can't really do things like you used to. There's no jamming in the park no more. You can't you barely play drums in the park right now. You know what I'm saying? With gentrification and people complaining and you know what I'm saying? They're not really giving out permits for as many DJs in the park every weekend and shit. So you don't mm-hmm. you don't have those events. You don't have those places where people can build culture on a regular. You know what I'm saying? Real estate is so expensive in Manhattan, so you don't have clubs that that um, attract a younger crowd. You you got clubs that attract the bottle service richer crowd. So it's harder to create new culture. That's just my own theory that that's probably why you don't see as many New York rappers coming out and running shit because it's not a lot of places for that shit to really thrive and and build itself. It's not a good ecosystem right now because the capitalist part of it kind of pushes that to the side for developers and, you know, saying and money making endeavors. Mm-hmm. So culturally, New York has been dying a slow kind of death and it, it might not be a death. It's just like a uh, it's sluggish. You know what I'm saying? It's a bear bear market on culture. Now, when it comes to capitalism, I don't think New York's going in motherfucking place. You know what I'm saying? So, again, when you speak to places like Atlanta, right, who has this culture and this thriving thing, you have all these artists and, you know, all these things popping off. 
But when it comes to the real entertainment business and the and the record labels and the artists that that are funded by the record labels and they're the number one uh pro, number one production hub in America right now, they make they have more productions in Georgia than they do in Hollywood, right? But guess what? All of those checks come from New York and L.A. You know what I'm saying? Those Hollywood studios fund those projects that are filmed in Atlanta for the tax breaks. Those record labels fund those artists and those independent labels that put out those artists. So, you know, you have this dynamic where it all has to work together. And with New York still being a, the capitalistic capital of America, you could you is you will be hard pressed to count it out as being a place to be, you know what I'm saying? As far as mm-hmm. making shit happen, because the global checks are, are still here, you know what I'm saying? In advertising and in financial industries and, and you know what I mean? In media. So as long as, you know what I'm saying? The checks are being passed out. People going to come get them motherfuckers. Now the rents might drop. Now Manhattan might not be, the rich people capital of of the world no more. You know what I'm saying? People, rich people might not just flock there to, to spend an exorbitant amount of money on just a, a, a flat. It might change. You know what I'm saying? The demographics of Manhattan may change, you know, with the rich running out. And it's just like white flight all over again. You know what I'm saying? Somebody will fill it up and maybe the culture will come back. So... It might be dead to 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 the rich people who 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 just ran it, just like, hey, this is our playground. Cause now they got a homeless shelter in my neighborhood. Right. And now I'm I'm moving to the Hamptons or I'm moving, you know what I mean, upstate or wherever the fuck, Connecticut, Jersey. I can't know. That's that can't happen in my yard. But somebody gonna fill up them buildings. That's just the cycle of the game. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm betting on. I'm thinking that this is more of a reshuffling. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking that maybe it'll go back to, you know, because what really killed the culture, too, is because, you know, Manhattan and just New York City in general, but particularly Manhattan, wasn't at one point, it wasn't just, you know, explicitly for the rich. You know, there were pockets. There were, like you said, there were budgets available. There was... uh, there was a uh, you know opportunities available for culture to thrive for people mm-hmm. that didn't have much money or people that you know uh you know just uh various diversity and in, in 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 people and in art and things of that nature to kind of cultivate a little bit you know and have a and have a place that was that was nurturing it right. and and uh and it's so funny to see the people that i guess are the same reason that the, this, these are the people that kind of became the wave of gentrification and drove rents up and, and kind of homogenized a lot of the scene, that those are often some of the first people saying, well, damn, the culture's gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? Which <laughs> because is just, of yeah, you. <laughs> you fucked the whole shit up. They don't want to take that part. They don't want to hit that. They don't want to take that on. But um, absolutely because of you. But... um. Like I said, I'd bet on it, but I will say this. These these are things that have kind of surprised me as of late. Supposedly, right now, there's at least 13,000 empty apartments in Manhattan mm-hmm. currently. 
And then uh, what's been hurting me a little bit, not hurting me, but is I've definitely been affected by the fact that uh, there's at least 150 last count, maybe about a month, maybe a month and a half ago, of restaurants that have closed for good right. in the city. Mm-hmm. Amongst them, some of my some of my motherfucking spots like right. uh, fish. Remember fish on Bleecker? Remember the spot we went oh, to yeah, the yeah, all yeah. you could eat crab spot? Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Poor little out for fish. That shit hurt me. Right, nigga. Fish was my definitely my summer spot. Right, you know. Yeah, um, I mean, New York ooh. City has seen plenty. Restaurants and things come and go. And this era right here with the pandemic and all that shit, you're going to see a whole lot more, probably more than any other time. But as long as there's 8 million motherfuckers around, there's going to be some eating going on. And, you know, it'll just be different than what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's going to always evolve. It's, it's yeah. very, as we say, it's very resilient as a city. So, uh, and, that's it, like that, and that's actually like a motherfucking, like they create these kind of things to keep the real estate market moving. You know what I'm saying? Because when people move out and people start to move in, you know what I'm saying? It creates a whole new, that's the cycle. That's the cycle of the market. Those rich people, that those 13,000 people that's not in those apartment buildings they went some motherfucking where and spent some money to live somewhere you know what i mean mm-hmm. they might have been looking for a cheaper situation and manhattan may have to adjust and the retail locations that are empty and the, the bars and restaurants that have closed and the shops that have closed you may have to rethink the spaces and all that shit but at some point it will rethink itself and level out because Somebody always needs somewhere to stay. And a motherfucker with a building always wants somebody in there. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that is part of the calling card of New York is to be resilient, to go through all of that. That's kind of what defines New York. Uh, that's one of the uh, the hallmarks of this mm-hmm. city. You know what I'm saying? To go through the ups and downs and still be tough and still get it done, you know. So, uh yeah, I think we're in the midst of a reshuffling. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah. As you say, chaos is a ladder, or yeah. as they say on Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, little finger. Know. Yeah, shout out to little finger. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> did you even ever watch Game of Thrones? No, no, no I didn't. <laughs> I didn't, man. But I, I appreciate the references that I that I get that I can refer to. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about it. I've been, you know, I've thought about it. That shit just seemed daunting. I tell you, it was like eighty hours. That's like going back to school, my nigga. That's like going to get a full degree. You overthinking um, that shit, dog. I am, but it's also like I give it. You know what? I'm gonna try to maybe this week. I give it three episodes this week. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna mm-hmm. give it three episodes this week because a lot of shit is wrapping up. The shy's about to be wrapped up. I think uh, I may destroy you, but about to wrap up. A couple other things to wrap up. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. I yeah. you know typically. That type of shit don't really interest me, but mm. you say it's deeper than the wizards and the, and the dragons and all of that shit. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it's yeah. it's like you know what I'm saying. A lot of times, it's just you take it one. That's how I got pulled in one episode at a time. I was right when I first discovered Game of Thrones. I was at my pop's crib. It was you know what I'm saying the holidays, and HBO was running the marathon. I think they was gearing up for season four or five. 
And mm-hmm. and I was just, you know, fucking around in the house and the, the TV was on silence. So I'm just looking up and I see some wild shit happening. I'm like, damn, that was interesting. Then I right. keep doing some other shit. And then I would see something else like, well, shit, what the fuck is that? So, mm-hmm. so eventually I ended up sitting down like, hold on, let me check this out. Sitting down, turned up the volume and got caught up. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Got down eight, nine hours later. Shit, I was I was fully enthralled. You were all in. And I didn't know where I was at. I didn't know what season I was on or what episode. Mm-hmm. So when I got back to New York, I had to kind of try to figure out what we had seen and what we had missed. And um, so we went back and watched all the shit that we missed and then caught up on all the shit that we hadn't seen and then waited for the new season to drop. And then the new season dropped and then we was on. You were in. I'm going to see. I'm a, again, like I said, I'll give it the three. I'm going to give it some three episodes. I'm going to see what it is. No doubt. And uh, go from there. I uh, Have you been watching any TV this week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been what you fucking with? I'm what you fuck? You don't fuck with the shy at all. So I can't even. I don't. I don't build have with you that. that I don't, you know what I'm saying? I don't have Showtime. Okay. All right. uh, so right. I've been. I've been fucking with. Uh, I watched that Project Power movie with Jamie Foxx. I saw that. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that. I yeah. fuck. I, you know, I've been. We've been fucking with P Valley as a date night uh-huh. type of scenario. Yep. You know what okay. I'm saying? So that's that's it. I watched. I, I haven't. I'm done with it, but I have. I haven't talked about it. But I watched. Uh, uh, what's that shit called? David is man or David as man? Uh, the shit that's in Miami. I don't know this one. Oh, word! It's the cat who wrote Moonlight. He okay. uh, he wrote a whole another. He had a, like a series that was on uh, own, and a lot of people have been telling me about it because it's uh. It's in. It's based in Miami. David makes man. It's based okay. in Miami, and uh, so I had to sit down and watch it. It was cool. You know what I'm saying? It's one of them situations where you know a young kid with a whole lot of stress on his chest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He got a lot of responsibilities, and he's trying to make it and trying to get to the the uh, real. He's a gifted kid trying to get to the the charter school. Mm-hmm. So you know he got a lot of pressure on him and shit. Um, it was based in uh, It's actually based in Homestead Which is Real real South Miami It's kind of like Staten Island The Staten Island of Miami uh, okay. <laughs> You know what I'm saying So uh, so It's a little different You know what I mean And um, You know it was cool though I, I, I enjoyed it I enjoyed it It was It's very It's a It's a lot Like the The feel of it Is a lot like Moonlight Without um, The main characters Having like the, um, it's not based on 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 their sexuality or nothing like that. So mm-hmm. it's just a kid trying to make it. You know what I'm saying? You do. You got the whole spectrum of people in that motherfucker, but of like Miami people, Miami people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got you know the uh, transgendered uh, babysitter per se, uncle. Uh, uh-huh. Damn, I can't remember his name. It was uncle something. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Then you have a whole lot of issues with 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 um, abuse and shit like that, and then dope selling and you know all of the above. Mm. But and it has the same type of cinematography as Moonlight, or it was no. nice cinematography, different different than Moonlight, but it was it was still beautiful cinematography. 
It was well uh, shot. It was well done, man. You know what I'm saying? It's a little slower than a okay. lot of these other type of shows, but you know what I'm saying? Being that is it's it's based on a lot of things that that I grew up around. Mm-hmm. I could I could dig it. You know what I'm saying? I could dig it. It's kind of like if like you remember the season of The Wire when it was about the school, and then you had like mm-hmm. Michael and you know what I'm saying? It's like that. It's like that season of The Wire, but in based in Miami with in Senator if the show if the whole show was centered around Michael. It's like kinda like that. Oh, all right. Might have to check it out. I don't know if I got on, so I might have to figure it out. Nah, that shit is on um what did I watch that shit on? That shit is on like Apple T V or some shit. Oh, all right. What's it yeah. called? David Makes Man? Yeah, David Makes Man. I might look into it. Mm-hmm. I uh I'm fucking with us. I'm watching the shot. The shot season is fucking good. This this uh this season's real good season. They got the finale coming up next this week. This is season what? Uh three or four. Something okay. like that. It ain't that hard to catch up though. Right, like right, it's right. really, you know, it's not, you know, like if you're talking about Game of Thrones catch up, you could definitely do the shot. You know what I mean? Honestly, <laughs> it is that. You know what I mean? Shit, it's less hours. So it's it's absolutely in reach. Right. You right, know what I right, mean? Right. Um Watching that, I checked out Lovecraft County or Lovecraft Country. I forget yeah, the, I my son was watching that, but I haven't. I don't even. I ain't. I ain't get into it yet. Yeah, I, I liked it for the first. And it, back what I was just saying, I'm not even into all of the whole sci-fi shit. They do it well because they base it within, um, like the Jim Crow South. You know what I'm saying? So there's still the politics of race and everything that go on, things like that. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's like a a good uh, a good layer to it. They mm-hmm. got the kid, uh, what's my man, Jonathan Majors, mm-hmm. who's heating up out here. Uh, got Journey Smollett doing her thing in there. Oh, she uh, back in the game? Yeah, she been she's been back in the game kind of hard body. She was in uh, Birds of Prey. Mm-hmm. That was a good look for maybe something. And uh, I think that underground show, which I did not see. Mm-hmm. But I, I I think it was I've heard it was pretty good, um, so it's good to see. I always like Journey Smollett. She's killing it in this so far. Like off the first episode, you know, she definitely. This could be that show for her, for mm-hmm. her profile, right? You know, uh, it's, it's some more people like Courtney B. Vance, oh, okay. uh, is in there. Michael K. Williams, who hasn't appeared yet, but he's on the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's that. What else am I fucking with? Uh, I saw, I watched the Yusef Hawkins documentary. Oh, yeah, I got to watch HBO. that. I got to watch that. Yeah, man, that shit is good. It's triggering, though, man. That shit, it'll make you upset. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, yeah. Because Yusef Hawkins my- was some shit <clears throat> that happened. I was in Miami, and mm-hmm. it made national news. And it was rare back then for racial incidents to make national news. Mm-hmm. Unlike yeah. today where, you know, we take for granted that, you know, something happens, it, it kind of goes national real quick. Right. Right. But Yusef yeah, Hawkins was, was one that that went national, but you still, it was hard to get a grasp for what it was, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and why mm-hmm. it happened, you know what I'm saying? Because right. you don't really understand the politics of New York and how New York works, you know? Mm-hmm. So you think mm-hmm. Brooklyn, you think, you know, Best eye shit or Spike Lee or whatever, you know, what I man. You don't think Bensonhurst, so mm. it, it was hard to really understand as a kid. 
And then mm-hmm. the the thing that kept it fresh in your head was Chub Rock. You know what I'm saying? On the Treat You Right record when he was like, like mm-hmm. Yousef Hawkins. Remember Yousef Hawkins yeah, yeah, when yeah. you're walking? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And it was like, oh, wow, I remember that from the news. Mm-hmm. And and Treat right. You Right was a big, that's a big Miami record. Like in Miami, that shit was big. Like that was right. one of the jams. You know what I'm saying? They, they had a whole dance they did to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So uh, it resonated. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely want to check it out because- yeah. I didn't. I don't know much about the story, but there's a a Yusef Hawkins mural in Bad Style that I pass all mm-hmm. the time, and it's it's a on nice Fulton, one, right? Yeah, on, right yeah. on Fulton. It's like it's a good one. Mm-hmm. It's like a wheat paste joint, but that shit been holding up. Like it was, it's well done, and it, it has stood the test of time. That shit been here since I moved over here. That's like thirteen. Yeah. Is it years. wheat paste? It looked like wheat paste. I think it's wheat paste. I think it. I, don't, I think it's paint. You think it's paint? If we talk about the same one with like yeah. all the flowers and yeah, shit like yeah, that, I think that's paint. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I think that's yeah because that shit would have been done with with sandy and all of that over shit. Like, yeah, now nah, I'm pretty sure I looked at it. I, I'm pretty sure that's a paint. It's it's a hell of a mural though. To your point, it's it's fire. But um, that time I definitely remember that. That was like that was a big moment. You know, like a big that was a big moment in Brooklyn. That was a big moment in race. That was like. Probably one of as a kid, that was like probably one of the first times that you were really acutely aware of like race. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like and 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 uh race riots and and different neighborhoods and you know what I'm saying, and the dynamic of different neighborhoods, you know what I mean? Like that was that was Bensonhurst, that was also around the time like with Howard Beach. Mm-hmm. Like there was a few killings going on over there to the point to like um, some of these places to this day, you feel weird going around. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, you know, and it's interesting that uh, I forget who said it in the documentary, but they were like, you know, this was it might have been Al Sharpton. That was also like part of the like the rise of Al Sharpton. You know, Fat Al Sharpton. That was mm-hmm. like that was Tawana Brawley, all of that type of shit going on. Mm-hmm. It was a it was a very dynamic. Very high culture time. Like that was that was Bed Style was super like uh what's the word for that? Like it was like not conscious, but like mad pro black. You know what I mean? That's like Harlem was very pro black. That's like when like culture was like at a super peak. Hip hop was going crazy. But like I remember like that was around the time you'll go to a McDonald's in Harlem, the one on one twenty fifth street, they would have Kente cloth outfits on, like mm-hmm. it was, it was in Brit, it was like real shit. And um, what I didn't realize, cause it's funny, uh, my brother in law got a term for like a lot of the like Bensonhurst Howard Beach shit, like mm-hmm. that that community call them old Johnny and the Bats. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you know, cause that's that's how a lot of it be, a lot of bats, and and there was a lot of bats going on with that, like thirty kids. But what I didn't realize, two things that I didn't realize. Was um, it reminded me a lot of like Trayvon, you know? Because mm-hmm. I didn't realize until watching it that Yusuf was only sixteen. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't realize he was so young. One, and I didn't realize that he was shot. Mm. I didn't. I didn't. You know, like I there's like a that whole vibe in there. That that those few years there was a bunch of like racially charged killings and and riots and shit like that. And um, 
you know, you kind of could lose track of this one was this and this one was that. Um, but I didn't realize until I watched the thing that he was shot twice in the chest. You know what mm. I'm saying? Like I didn't, I didn't know that's what that's how he got how he got killed. And it was just interesting. It's almost like it's almost in effects. I was young. You know what I mean? Like probably like almost like eleven, some shit like that. And so it was kind of like it kind of reminded me of like the Last Dance. It kind of recontextualized a lot of shit. Like you got like the details of it all, and you know there was a whole thing about. You know, there was a thing where, oh, oh, the point that I was going to make, what, what, what really struck you was, you know, you would hear so much about, like, racially charged violence and racially charged, uh, you know, all this racially charged atmosphere shit. You would kind of, from being in New York or being in the North, you would kind of see that more so as some shit that happens in the South to mm-hmm. see, like, just raw-ass racism, like, you know, like, Fucking they holding up a, a watermelon with Al Sharpton's name on it. You know what I'm saying? Like just explicit, like standing in it, like proud, racist with conviction type shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it was, yeah, it was just it was super ugly. And um, you know, it's just it's unfortunate because it's just it's it's like the long history of uh black brutality, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And struggle or what you know, being brutalized. Not black brutality, but being brutalized and shit like that, just mm-hmm. based off the color of your skin. You know what right. I'm saying? We don't want no niggas over here. You know what right. I'm saying? No, you know what I mean? Like that type of thing. Uh, yeah, man, it's, it, it was good. It was worth. It's worth checking out. It was. It was really good. Nah, I'm definitely uh, checking. So I watched that shit. Yeah, I watched that shit. I watched. Um, I'm still watching. I may destroy you. I'm trying to think of some other shit. I told you to love crap. Ain't on Pussy Valley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! I'm I'm up on it. I'm up on it. This this last episode. Oh, what I did love was uh fucking Loretta Devine is the blind blunt smoking grandmother. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. good to see. That was good to see. The legacy. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like this this shit is it's good, but it's kind of a little slow. Like well, it's not enough going on for me. Well, it's you know what I mean. These last two I episodes, think, I think they're working on the story. They're trying to right pull this all this shit they 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 put in the story. They're trying to pull it all together. Yeah, I just think it's a lot it's, of that up. Yeah, but I, I think it's just the the uh, the lack of uh, experience on the show. Like you know, what I'm saying this is first season. I don't you know what I mean right. You the the. The show creator, I'm not sure where she came from or um she's a playwright. She, yeah, she's a playwright. So, you know what I'm saying? Pacing, I think it's just paced weirdly. But mm-hmm. it's good once you know what I'm saying, once you invest in the characters and shit, it's mm-hmm. it's entertaining. You know what I'm saying? It's kinda like watching a, a, a um an advanced web series where you know it's gonna be some hiccups, you know the continuity is gonna be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like in this particular show, uh, when when um, Autumn, I think I think it was Autumn. Autumn was sitting on the bench. You know what I'm saying? She showed up. She had sneakers on, and then halfway through the scene, she had heels on. I'm like, oh no! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, mm. so you know what I'm saying? It, it, they they have their things, but I think if they get us, they they already been. Uh, they have a season two coming, so. I think right. by next season, they'll pull in. They know what they're working with now, and I think they'll tighten it up. But, 
you know, just as far as like some good old weekend entertainment. They got it. Oh, it's you know great. They got it it's for great. you. You know it's, what I'm saying? They got it for you. It, it, and, and you know what I'm saying? And they 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 giving you some characters that you 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 may know, you know? Some mm-hmm. characters that you you either know or heard about or you know, you've been around the shady shit over here, the cat on house arrest, there, the download right. brother who front like, you know what I'm saying? Super thug. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's all there. It's all there for you. Uncle Clifford is a is a, a hoot. You know what I'm saying? He got all mm-hmm. the jokes and the, the punchlines and shit. I think And the rules. Yeah, I think I think yeah. they spent a lot of time developing his character and giving him yeah. a lot of, of lines. Cause like the first three episodes, he carried the whole shit. It was nobody really mm-hmm. had no fucking shit except for him. You know what I mean? Um but I think it's finding its way. It's one of them shows that's finding its way. It's not something that you yeah. would, you would recommend and be like, "Yo, this the shit." But right. you'd be like, "You you recommend it with call with 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 asterisks and some caveats." So, hey, you know what I'm saying? This some cool yeah. shit to watch. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's gonna be a little this, a little that. But above all, you're gonna be entertained. Okay? Nah, don't yeah, I think don't it, call I think, me with I, no motherfucking rebuttals. Right, right, right. Just enjoy yourself. I like. I think that uh. One, you know, the old, like, the proximity to Players Club. If you enjoyed Players Club, you're probably going to enjoy this. But obviously, it goes a little further. I think, to your point, I think the shit is shot well. I think it looks great. Mm -hmm. I like the way it's shot. I even like, um, yeah, I like the way it's shot. To your point, I I do think that they... uh, they're carving out the characters. Like they're bar- it's a lot of character development in this uh this first season. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? We're getting to meet these characters, we start to see where they at. Uh and some of them are are popping off a little bit more than others. Obviously, Cliff is definitely damn near stealing the, the shit every time. Mm-hmm. Um, just on so many different levels. You know what I'm saying? I'm fucking with um uh, Fuck it with a uh, Mercedes, Mississippi. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think, I think like when I say it's slow motion in the way that like some of these plots are just dragging a bit. Like I like Autumn, you mm-hmm. know, Haley or whomever, <laughs> but I think that it's this yeah. shit is. Like what? What's gonna happen with her, her, her dude or whomever? This guy that gonna is looking for what? Yeah, like okay, like are we gonna have enough time for that to kind of fully be realized in a way in the first season? Right. That other, the whole, the the little buying with the casino and the 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 white boys and Andre mm-hmm. and all of that shit. Right. I don't give a fuck about that. Like I'm. Yeah. That's the thing. I like the pink. I like the pink. I don't want to see them lose the pink. But I don't. <laughs> I ain't but, seen enough over there to make me like invested in yeah, that drama. Because at the end of the day, you know that the pink ain't going nowhere. Because if the pink right. gone, ain't no show. I guess show. so. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it ain't right. really nothing to invest in. It's it's something to give you a little tension and shit. But it's weak. Like the the, yeah, the, the brothers, the brothers, and all that shit. All that shit is kind of is weak and and underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Autumn. Her whole situation is underdeveloped. 
or mm-hmm. overdeveloped, I would say. You know what I'm saying? They doing a whole lot to kind of build this thing up with who she is and where she's from. Yeah. But they're not giving us any payoff at all. And um, Right. You know, I do appreciate the fact that her and Mercedes are, are able to kick it and, 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 and really mm-hmm. – Go in on in, in a real way, so I appreciate that. Um, I you know what I'm saying even though like I I also I tip my hat to the the cat whoever plays uh little murder little murder uh-huh. because that's a real like that's a person like that's somebody I know you know what I'm saying that's not, right aside from the down low part. The part mm-hmm. the the way that he moves you know what I'm saying he's not some big time hustler. But he, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, he in the game some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? He mm-hmm. he might have a threat of a little violence and shit. I I I believe him. You know what I'm saying? I believe his character, you know? And I understand his positioning. He's you know, he's just trying to to make something happen. Now, you know, how that shakes out in the grand scheme of things, I don't know. But I'm watching. I'm I'm enjoying the show. You know what I'm saying? I think the mama could have used a little more ass whooping, a little more consequences to her actions. But, you know, that's just me. Uh Uh, I like the moms. I I like the moms. I I think all of the storylines are being drug out a long way. Like like, like, uh, Mississippi's boyfriend beating her. Like, come on, man. We in in episode. How long? You know what I'm saying? Like, goddamn. Okay. When we going to. Do something about this, okay? Right. The baby gonna get grown and have to break up the fight. Yeah, like when is that when is ain't. when is Diamond gonna go ahead and murk this nigga? You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, right. come on now, we, we've had enough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. Like she, she just get beat every episode. Come in with a new yeah. bruise. So right. And um, but you like to see her get her glow up, even though it's you know very superficial uh, social media glow up. But if uh-huh. she could turn it into something. I'll be here for that too, but mm-hmm. but when they show her boyfriend though, who's whooping her, I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, man, white dude, just tight. Not even ah. just white. Not even just cause he white. He just look mm-hmm. weak. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, you letting this weak ass motherfucker. And I guess it'd be like that in real life, but right. we don't understand why she's letting it happen. You know what I'm saying? They they giving mm-hmm. us her her ass whoop every week. But they ain't giving right. us why she is in love with him such that she's gonna let him continue to whoop her. But then yeah, all you of you don't us, really go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. God, I must but you go don't. Ahead. But but then she jumped bad and like, yo, I'm got to do this whole shit with a little murder, and I don't care what right. happens. Like, where that confidence, where that strength come from? Why we don't just let Diamond handle this motherfucker and we be good? Diamond is Diesel Drake, right? You talking yeah, about yeah, Diesel Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my thing is, yeah, like that's what I'm talking about. I think, and you, you know, it. This is all first season shit, but like, we don't see them interact. We see them interact very infrequently. Like when he came to the thing and he found out she was popping, and she's on World Star, whatever. But like, we don't. We never been in the house. Not to say that you need to see her get beat, because I don't think that needs to happen, but mm-hmm. you need to see what the conflict is. Mm-hmm. Where what's the root? What what's this motherfucker dealing with? Is he is he does he have a job? Is he you know what I mean? Like what why is he beating on her? Why is she right. letting that go down? All of that type of shit. Um, you know, like you could kinda 
there's enough for you to kind of draw your conclusions. You're right, like, you, you know, I'm infer. sure. Probably, right, but we shouldn't have to infer. But who wants Somebody to do should, that should on Sunday night? That's what I'm saying. Like, we, I wish we could see a little bit more of that shit. Same with Lil Murder. Like, I wish we could see a little bit more of the Lil Murder shit. Like, he kind of comes across like a a caricature on a certain level. Right. Like, the only thing that has some substance with him is the shit with him and Cliff. Right. Like, you could see he really got a thing for him. Right. And he, he want Clifford more than he want to be the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even <laughs> think his that, records are that crazy. Love, love do that to you, though, man. Yeah, but I mean, but shit, he just met her <laughs> four or five weeks ago. So, or him, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you wanted to be the man. Like, there's a few things. Like, why your, your man don't really fuck with you a little bit? They kind of, you know Everybody what I mean? Everybody kind of know the that they, that you, you know what I'm saying? That you and, is and maybe who that's you part- is. Yeah, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe that is maybe that's part of the characters. Like maybe his 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 will is greater than his follow through. Cause for a nigga that wanna be the man on some music shit, I don't see like when his man was like, yo, how come you you we trying to get you in the studio so you can have a follow up? Right. What's up? Well, what, that what, ain't that's what? not even odd. I know plenty rap niggas. Who rest on their laurels? Yeah, yeah. This cast that rest on their laurels. I know plenty rap niggas that that will rather be in that that want to be the man, bad as than a motherfucker. But that club be calling them, that pussy be calling them. They, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, we we working tonight, and if it ain't, you know what I'm saying, pressing enough, they gonna go chase the cat first, and then. You might see him two, three days later. Yeah, yo, 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 what we doing? We ain't doing right. a motherfucking thing because shit. When we was ready to do shit, nigga, you went to the club. But some people just that just can't resist. Yeah, I just think it's inconsistent in but the no, way that when we first saw him, when we first saw him, nah. he want he wanted to be the man. He wanted to be the man. He walked into the front of the line, then he had to go to the, to the back of the line. He had a record. He wanted to get his record played. His record was trash. Then in his record, people told him the shit was trash. Everybody was resounding it was trash. Mercedes turned that shit off, put some other shit on. So he go back, he find out, oh, who I got to talk to to get the hot record? I got to talk to the DJ. He got he got records? I bet. I'm going to go in and we going to catch one. And all of that was like, okay, it was building momentum. And then you catch one, and now this nigga can't find you. And I hear you. It, it goes, is a lot of people like that, but it's just, I know it's that a little nigga. frustrating. I know. Yeah, I know that, know that personally. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know him, man. Yeah, and, yeah, but yeah. The, the no, one I, I know, it. he not gay or nothing like that, uh-huh. but it's the same the work with, ethic. With, with women. You know what I'm saying? Like, the motherfucker got it, got talent, can put it together, know how to, you know what I'm saying? He, you know, He'll, he'll, he'll be at it. He want to be the man. But, again, when it comes down to the work part, that club and that pussy and all that shit, that shit get that shit get him. Like, he can't shake that shit. You know what I'm saying? I know that guy. I know multiple of those guys. Yeah. We I, we all know cats like that. But my point, I'm thinking it's – it should be spelt out a little bit more. I guess maybe this last episode where that was revealed, where they in the studio and he's saying, yo, why you ain't show up? Maybe that's starting to get in that. Maybe that'll become a bit of a storyline. But it, it just feels like it's still like they haven't really landed on anything with any certainty. Like if that's going to be the guy 
that don't got the follow through. That just he really just want the look. He want to leverage the look to to get the pussy and be in the club. Because it is that. It's mm-hmm. a lot of people that say, okay, they, they it's almost like they reverse engineer it. They be like, damn. He got shorties over there. This nigga's popping bottles. He got mm-hmm. a big-ass chain. He look like the man. Why? Oh, because he got a record? All right, let me get a record. You know, and there's people that do that type of shit because they say, all right, I guess that's the way I get this. And they get stopped along their path because they get kind of their reward before they even follow through on the process. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But I just feel like that kind of could, we could go a little bit more in depth with some of that shit. Mm-hmm. Um that's all. And then, you know, obviously they got the second season, so I'm happy they got the second season because I'm fucking with the show. But I would like to see. Yeah, they got tightened up. They got, because they got a lot of storylines too. Yeah, they got Some of these up. motherfuckers might have to get cut. Some people yeah. might have to not be the shit. No, no more, actually, you know I mean? actually, they, they or, really don't have to cut a lot of shit. They just got to move some shit along. Like this autumn shit could have been, you know what I'm saying? You could have been learning a lot more about her. With her being like the main character and shit, it's like we don't know shit about her. You know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. We we yeah. we've went through Mercedes' whole saga. You know what I'm saying? We've Mississippi has had a whole entire glow up. You know what I'm saying? Well, we don't even know a lot about them either. But really. we just know Mercedes. She got her daughter. We, is we know more than a we lot know of about shit. Autumn. Kinda. Kinda. We don't know shit about Autumn, dog. Except she can't. We know a little. We know she's running from something. She we running know she's from, running from she's something. She's running from something. She we, lost it. She lost the kid, and looks like tragically in a in right. some old right, but uh, flood shit. Right, so we know about the saying vaguely, that we know about Mercedes. Nah, dog. We Mercedes. We know her daughter. We know that uh-huh. she know why she lost her. We know that she. she, likes she we we know that. But how she lose her? I don't know why. Why she lose her? Cause she's out here in the streets, and the, and the daddy died, and then you know what I'm saying. I don't know. I don't really know why. Nigga, <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but <laughs> we know her. We know the you daughter. You inferring. You feel. We know the daughter. It feels you know what I'm we feel. We feel yeah. something for the daughter. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. You know right, what I'm saying. Right, the daughter right. was better off with with her baby daddy than she was with her. Obviously, right. for whatever right. for whatever reason. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we know. We know Clifford and his story. We now we know his grandma and how he got the club. It's mm-hmm. like uh, they presented Autumn as the main character, and they're dragging this saga out without any reveals or rewards along the way. We just then we open up a whole nother storyline with like Clifford's homie, the uh, second in command. He over here with the this drug dealer cat. Yeah, making a you side deal. Yeah, it's like, all right, so this is about to turn into something. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, something happened with Loretta Devine. I don't know what that is, or they that's just wanted to put her in the thing. Loretta Devine. Right, oh. that could be that. That could be that. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? It's a damn shame. She killed that shit, too. Yeah, that's yeah, how yeah, ill yeah, Loretta yeah, Devine yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, she killed it. I mean, it's um, a good role. It was a good role, and it's slick. Yeah. See, that's the thing about it. She got a lot of slick moments, but again, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, like when you when you talk about stage work, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You could tell, you know what I mean? She she got a lot of slick moments. It's just they're, right. they're underdeveloped and they're then and it makes it less impactful than it could have mm-hmm. been if it was set to set up right. Like yeah. you really didn't know that the pink was a legacy situation. You know what I'm saying? That right. it was passed down from generation to generation. You know what I'm saying? From 
that right. that Loretta Devine and whoever else had run the shit all these many years. Like, like, like it sucks to find that out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Three quarters through the story. Right. Then, oh, and then, oh, uh, what's the, the mayor's lady, she used to be at the pink. She's the first one that Clifford graduated right. that she coming back. It's right. like, man, what we doing? What right, are we doing? I, I love the show. Y'all could have said it, that I'm shit early. You know what I mean? So we yeah. could, you know what I mean? It's like, like that is like, it would have been more impactful that he about to lose it if we knew that it was a legacy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Right. But anyway. Or even, yeah, well, you know, but shout out to P Valley. Yeah, I fuck yeah, with yeah, I'm going to watch we, it. We ain't finna beat this shit down, man. We just going to watch this yeah. shit and watch it grow because everything don't come yeah. out perfect and shit. I, I just put yeah. it in the same category as money and violence and awkward black girl, man. This shit ain't perfect, but shit. Uh, you know what I'm saying? We are entertained and we're going to let these people grow. It's good eye candy. You know what I'm saying? It's good to see some black people on TV, lit well, getting it in, you know. Good music. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're going to be there. Uh, Project Power, man. Hey. <laughs> what you think of that shit? What you think of uh, the fucking transformative crack rock? You <laughs> <laughs> hey, crack. You said it and you said the whole shit in your A. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, it was an A for effort. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know how you get a D3A? <laughs> a who? A D3A? Like, What's that? And, 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 and um, grading in Miami, like you get the, uh-huh. your grade. The first grade is your academic grade, like the shit that you earn. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Then the... the uh, the second letter is your effort, like you know what I'm saying. Whether right. how how you you know what I mean. So and then the number is is part of your effort as well. Did you try hard? Mm. You know what I'm saying. Mm. So you might get a D in the class, but then they give you an A because your effort was good. Mm. That was motherfucking um project. Does power. it round into something? No, it, it don't just... round the shit. Them motherfucker. That second letter don't mean a motherfucking thing. And so. <laughs> It's That's just a teacher's. Shit. It's just a teacher's note to let you know that you know what I'm saying. He ain't that bright, but he try hard. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't want no problems. Not but even I no problems. It's just like you know what I'm saying. I see he put in the work. You know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like like an all A student, they usually get A one A's. You know what I'm saying. A A. Mm-hmm. Then he got a one for the work they put in, and then the second grade is their effort. They got the whole package. Some people don't right. get the grade, but they get the effort. So mm. they call it an A for effort. Right. I've heard that term before, but I'd never known. I you know I didn't know that's what it broke down to. Yeah, that's that, some other shit. That, that's yeah. a, that's 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 a, the seventies uh, grade grading scales. Right. <laughs> they don't yeah. grade like that no more. You get one motherfucker up here, in New York. You get a number, one number. Shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, two, three, or four. Yeah. Is that what they doing now? Yeah, nigga, you don't get no grades. Not at not in public school. Not not around here. You get numbers. Real. Yeah. yeah. So with a one is an A or a four no, one is, is with one a is D? the worst. Four is the best. Ah, interesting. <clears throat> Man, yeah, it was a 
I felt like I watched that whole movie and didn't know what what it was about. Like I knew what it was about, but I did, there was still mad holes. Like so, <laughs> Jamie Foxx's daughter is she like she's like a superhero kind of. She has I like what genes. I got from she it. Got the genes I, that they were able okay. to utilize to make the the drug. But what makes her genes any better? Because I saw the one because he had the out. drugs in him, and then when he had a baby. Oh. That shit locked into her genes, so she came oh. out with different powers. I suppose they ain't show us none of them, but magical crack baby. Yeah, but we just supposed to assume, you know what I'm saying? That I she just, that, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Young Dolph around this bitch, you right. know what I'm saying? Well, they show that one part where she made the little plant come back to life. Did they? That's when I, I yeah, that. they were running out. They running out the damn boat. And they run by, and it was just, I guess it was uh, it was very throwaway. They running out the boat, and there's like a plant in a little, like a whatever, like a little, uh, I don't know, when they put them in the little, I don't know what you call them things, like so, so whatever, like a little glass kind of case. Solarium Yeah, solar, there you go. Yeah, that. <laughs> and she like, she put her hand on the glass, and the plant just grew. The plant was like, and that's when I was like, oh, okay. So she got some type of special powers, and then she brought her pops back. Right, you know what I mean? Right. At the end, so I was like, I was like, okay, this is this is Black Girl Magic the movie. Right. You know what I mean? That's kind of what I felt. But they ain't, I let it, they ain't let her shine. Not too much. Not too much. And it's sad because I like, you know, I fuck with Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. I like Dominique Fishback. She's ill. Um, Who, you know, was Dominique Fishback? That's the the um the girl that was running around with uh Gordon oh, uh Levin. Oh, the oh. little the girl, the rapper. Yeah, the, the rapper. rapper. Yeah, yeah. I like yeah, Chica. Yeah, yeah. She's been in, in a bunch of shit. Who? Oh, was Chica in that? Yeah, oh yeah, she was all, she was her room, her, her, her classmate. Yeah. Yeah, she was a classmate. She the one who wrote yeah. all the raps in real life. Makes sense. That makes sense. Um that's a good look for her too. Yeah, she on the freshman. She on the freshman cover too. It's one of them things where that shit could have been dope, but it fell short, like real short. They fumbled. They fumbled the ball. Mm-hmm. I think you know what I'm saying when you try to do all them special effects and sci-fi shit, you you run out of budget and shit. You be like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we need to. We need each pill to glow. And then, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, everybody who takes the pill gets a different power. Right. So, you know what I'm saying, you spend all your money on these powers and shit, and then you leave Jamie Foxx out there looking crazy. <laughs> yeah, look wild. You know what I'm saying? You had old Casey Neistat in there, too. Did you yeah, see him? Yeah, I saw Casey Neistat make it. <laughs> wife was like, is that Brad Pitt? I'm like, hell no. Nah. <laughs> Who said that? That's your wife said. Is yeah. Casey Nice that Brad Pitt? Yeah, you know you got that. Not Brad Pitt, but uh, Sean Penn. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. okay. Is that yeah, Sean yeah, Penn? Yeah. yeah. No. yeah. But I'm that, like, that shit. <laughs> that shit felt like some algorithm shit. That <laughs> shit felt like some algorithm casting. Like, yo, let's put Casey Neistat in here because then people that fuck with the internet, yeah. they might be like, oh shit, you know. Yeah, uh, no yeah, doubt. It was, it you was get that? I like, I like mm. that Casey got his his glow up right quick. Cool little Sean. Yeah, it's just that. And the, he had a nice little spot. Like the story, little the story just far f- fell flat. You know what I'm saying? It, it just didn't connect. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't. Yeah, it, was, they, it was just like culturally disconnected. It's like little shit that didn't work. And it seemed like every like the last few films that was shot in New Orleans. Have all been shot in these same fucking locations. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm. That whole graffiti building was in black and blue. You know what I'm saying? And oh, I didn't watch that. Yeah, and um, Antoine Fuqua has a a new series out on Quibi. I don't know if it's out yet, but they they did a premiere, and, uh-huh. and um, I got to be a part of the viewing session. They showed one episode, which Quibi mm. is only ten minutes, so like one episode ain't shit. But right, you know what I'm saying. It was cool, but they also used some of the same locations as they used in this movie. So I'm like, damn, ain't no other locations in New Orleans. But with this shit, you know what I'm saying? They had Lawrence Fishburne. They had, you know what I mean? They, they had a nice cast again. But it's kind of like it was like they didn't put enough work into the story. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Oh, I, I switched off the to the to the Antoine Fuqua Quibi situation with Lauren Fishburne. But that comment was related to Project Power. Project Power. You had fucking you had fucking fucking Ray Ray in that shit. You know what I'm saying? You had Who's Ray? Jamie Foxx. Oh. Doing that nigga like that. No, the nigga this is Oscar nominated ass brain right, nigga. Right, bro. And yeah. you gonna you, you know what I'm saying? Not utilize the shit, right? You got this nigga yeah. ain't game bring out his powers to the last fucking episode, last scene and shit. My thing was, and I didn't still didn't understand what happened. So he got his daughter back and then he left. What I mean that was, that shit just it just was What weird. happens now? Yeah. Like it, it the yeah, story yeah. just didn't just, net out to nothing. Nah, nah. We nah, stole nah. your daughter because of her powers. We creating this pill. You mm-hmm. still are back, and it's over. Mm-hmm. Nobody goes to Pill's jail. Still around. No resu- No resolution. Right. You know what I'm saying? The the South American c- cartel got the pills. Mm-hmm. The cop is a pill head. The cop is a pill <laughs> head. Bulletproof <laughs> pill <laughs> head. Right. Right. I don't know, man. That shit didn't come yeah. nowhere. I think they tried to wow us just with the whole fucking concept of, you know what I'm saying? Pushing dope Jamie through Fox. the pushing dope through the hood with Jamie Foxx. It's a super drug, man. Nobody want to see that shit, man. We lived through the crack era, man. Nobody want to hear nothing about no super drug, man. Fuck yeah, especially some shit that's going. Fuck you up like that It ain't even right. like You get super And then you come back To looking regular right. like You look like Your shit's been mutated Yeah you just you done just, yeah. <laughs> ex- <laughs> like you just Got your body all stretched out Now you regular With a two Baggy ass body and shit You know what I mean Burnt the fuck <laughs> Burnt up And shit like that Baggy yeah. body Who wanna do that Nobody no, for, five, no, for five minutes Of being sexy like, yeah, nah. You know, niggas want to uh, take some shit that's good. Okay, can I, can I fuck like right. a superstar for five minutes? You know, right. can I, so, you know what I'm saying? Like, change the world with my motherfucking shit? No, nigga. You're going to burn yourself up and fight. And the shit affected everybody differently. Right. You know what I'm saying? Some people get a whole different type of power. This person, you know. You know what I'm saying? You're going to be frozen yeah. in a cage and shit. That shit ain't, none of that shit was sexy. None of that shit made you feel mm-hmm. like, I want to take that shit. Right, right. A yeah. good drug in a movie is supposed to make you feel like, damn. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? I never thought about that. Yeah. I think the last good drug in a movie I saw might have been the Limitless Pill, which is basically Adderall, but uh, 
That shit still was something. Did you ever see Limitless? Nah. With Bradley Cooper? Mm-mm. It's a it's a good it's a good movie in the way of uh this nigga take a pill and like he just super productive. Get his shit cracking. Yeah, if you wanna and, do some uh, shit like baby. that, you gotta make that shit envious. Like an envy worthy yeah. ass. Right. High. Right. That high yeah. was fucked up. <laughs> yeah, that shit. I'm gonna burn up and lot. try to kill a motherfucker and never do. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, man! Yeah, I'm gonna grow bones oh, out my motherfucking bones and stab you with them. That ain't, I ain't good. Nah. That shit was weird. <laughs> that was more X Men type shit. You know what like, like, what like the come fuck, on, man? Like that right. ain't. Yeah, right. I don't want to do that. Yeah, give me some shit. And it was just, that it was also just people's restraint. You know, like if you. If you could be a mutant for five minutes off the pill, but you like you like you're not addicted and you're not that caught up to where you using this shit every couple hours. You know what I'm saying? Like you holding four pills for two weeks and shit like that. Like you got like that shit just it didn't even make no sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's nothing but, you uh, could do with those five minutes of power unless you was in Extreme danger, like, but who wants to be yeah. in extreme danger and taking the drug? <laughs> yeah, nobody. Yeah, man. No man. Yeah. So, so yeah, shit. Man. If you could Shout bring some life out. back, like the daughter or some shit like that, I could bring my grandma back or some shit. Then, right? Yeah, I could see it, but that wasn't the case. Yeah. I give yep, that movie. That- <laughs> One thumb up and the rest of them down. The rest of them. The rest of them. Four thumbs down. One thumb up. There you go. Just for having shit, Chica man. in the bitch, and her rounds was on point. Like the freestyles was actually, you know what I'm saying? That shit was actually cool. They usually don't come cool. off. She, they usually don't come off she, in a movie when they try to do. She shit delivered like that. them. Yeah. yeah, she delivered them like they was truly off the head. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. You know what I'm saying? She's a good actor. Like, that shit don't usually come off right in a movie. Like, a, you know what I'm saying? Especially, like, a movie kind of like that, kind of halfway corny. Mm-hmm. That could have went real bad. But that was probably the best part of the movie. Yeah, I think it worked because they were freestyles, too. So they didn't really have to make no real sense. They mm-hmm. just had to rhyme. And and you know a little free association type shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was really in the in the way you know the performance came across. Right. But yeah, man. Uh, what else, man? What else is going on, dude? Um, I was just curious. This is some shit that's been on my mind. Do you think? And maybe it's because I'm reading it and looking at it more. There's a part of me that feels like social media runs slang into the ground way faster than in real life. Mm -hmm. And then there's specific social media slang. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like right now, what's fucking killing me (laughs) on some so like I just I I can't stand it no more is the uh it was the blank for me. Like that became that's like (laughs) the thing. That shit, I'm so tired of that shit. Like it's it's ridiculous. Like <laughs> I see this shit so I see it like a hundred times a day. It was the du- 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 for me, and I'm like, when did this become the thing that it is just like beaten to the 
death. Like, oh man, then I, you know, oh man. Yeah, that, that's really it. That was just my observation. I'm just like, man, what the so, fuck? So your like, point is that you're over the fact that people. I'm over that shit. I'm over. That. I just wanted to vent. I just wanted to vent. I just felt like venting on the mic. You know, sometimes you just want to crack the mic and be like, yo, man. You got the mic, so shit. Yeah, Ooh, man. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck is, all right, we get it. We yeah. get it. It was the duck the duck. Um, what's up, man? Anything you want to talk about? You got anything else on Oh, you know, yeah, I, like I said, man, I, I'm still out here, you know what I'm saying, jumping these timelines in the mystical space. You know what I'm saying? Had a, uh-huh. Had another revelation this this weekend that that that, that was big. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if you if you care to hear about it or not. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if you go to sell it like that, don't don't sell it and undersell it. I had the crazy revelation, you know what I'm saying? but but you know what I'm saying? Like, you went to that. It's always weird. It's always weird because you know what I'm saying. You don't know if people want to hear this kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? You got the mic. You got the platform. Well, people might not. It's the it's the whatever for me. Right. Go ahead. What's the revelation? <laughs> That's <laughs> the revelation, bro. Oh shit! So, you know, what I'm saying you know how how you always talk about exorcising the broke out yourself, right? Yes. You know what I'm saying? I have this 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 thing. I'm and I was trying to figure. You know what I'm saying? What is it that stopped me from killing shit? You know what I'm saying? Like why the fuck? You know what I'm saying? With all the resources that I may have, all the shit I got mm. going. What stopped me from just killing niggas and shit? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Put your foot on them. Put my foot on them. Put your, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. Stank on it. Yeah. So I had to do a little timeline jumping and I ended up in 1987. You know what I'm saying? And then I realized that this was the impetus of me easing up on humble it. yeah easing up on <laughs> niggas old honorable ned you know what i'm saying humble mama <laughs> what happened what was the transformational moment where transformational you said, right, moment was what i call the rolls royce incident <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I like that that's what you call it like nobody else would call it the rolls royce incident niggas would call it some other shit yeah, that was yeah, there yeah i call <laughs> it it's, it's, the, it's the rolls royce incident so it's 1987 I'm about mm-hmm. I'm about 15, 16 years old. We 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 you know what I'm saying? Again, I grew up around a whole dope dealing in situation in yeah. in the midst of the crack era in Miami, Florida. Yes. So right. we're rolling one night. It's the Soul Bowl, which is the two historical black schools in Miami play each other, which is Jackson, Miami Jackson and Miami Northwestern. They play each other and they call that shit the Soul Bowl. And so Everybody shows up. Like Northwestern is like the black school that everybody that your parents, everybody when there was no other schools you could go to, you can go to Northwestern. High schools. Yes. Okay. So that's a big game. Everybody hang out. After the game, we roll to the strip. You know what I'm saying? We rolling we in we in we in Greg's bins, right? So we in the bins. Uh-huh. We rolling to the strip. Then then Musclehead pulls up. He just bought a brand new Rolls Royce. And he pulls us Explain over. Explain to the people who Musclehead is. All right, so, you know what I'm saying? I, one more, homeboy who I grew up with, whose mother is basically was my mother, who kind of raised me. You know what I'm saying? They was like drug dealing royalty. And so it was a, a whole gang of them that just made a whole bunch of money. You know what I'm saying? And um, Muscle was my homeboy's cousin. 
and he had just bought a Rolls Royce. So he pulls us over. Same age as y'all, or nah, little nah, older. Nah, he's a little older. He's you know, they they full fledged doing it. We like the we like the kids. You know what I'm saying? Okay. And, right. And like they don't involve us. You know what I'm saying? They, but they let us roll in the cars. You know what I'm saying? We that's what we do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. weekends come. Hey, you know what I'm saying? We in this one or that one or that car. This car. Woo, woo, woo. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, like I said, this particular weekend, we in the Benz, and Muscle pulls up in the rows. Okay. And you're like, yo, let's switch, because I got to make a move, and I don't want to take the rows. We like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Of course. <laughs> For sure. Y'all get to drive it? Y'all get yeah, to drive yo, it? Yeah, yeah, we switching okay. cars. So we jumping out the Benz, uh-huh. and we jumping in the rows. So okay. now, mind you, this is the era before music videos had that kind of shit in. Like now, everybody got the wraith and the this and the that and the ghost. Not everybody. Well, a lot of a lot of that shit is just in a lot of rap videos. It's it's, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. At this point in mm-hmm. time, this shit ain't nowhere. Like this only like what the fuck? This is like might as well be mm-hmm. a UFO. You know what right. I'm saying? So jumping the rose, chocolate brown with the with the Gucci headrest. You know what I'm saying? Drop top? Nah, 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 nah. It's a photo. Okay. It's a sedan. Okay. And okay. Muscle and and um and convertible Burt, they bought them at the same time. They bought they they both got roses at the same time. You don't even see these shits mm-hmm. on the streets yet. Convertible mm-hmm. Burt had a red one, candy apple mm-hmm. red, and then Muscle had like a doodle brown, chocolate brown one. So now we in the rose. Young 15, 16 year old niggas. Pull pull up through the Burger King parking lot, and this was the first time. Like we've been in a lot of different kinds of cars, but this was the first time where the reaction was very. It wasn't good. It was a negative reaction. Like they, it was they was disgusted. You know what I'm saying? Like they had a envy, envy. I don't, like nah, hate. Nah, what you mean? Like just like what the fuck is this? Like this like. I can't say it's envy. I can't say it was. They just don't understand. It the, was just like, like it, it was just like this is some bullshit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's just like fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I can't say it was hate. Can't say it was envy. Mm-hmm. It was just a, the reaction was just like this is some fucking bullshit. You know what I'm saying? And mm. and as we rolling through, it felt like it was all in slow motion, and I felt like I could see every single face and every single reaction. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, I was kind of like, damn, this is this is fucking they had. This is fucking people up. And usually it would mm-hmm. be like, yeah, we killed that. You know, we, you know what I'm saying? Shit. But at this time, it was kind of like, damn, that maybe we went too far. You know what I'm saying? That was just the reaction I had. I don't know how anybody else felt. You know what I'm saying? They had a, like a term in Miami when you was just, when you when you doing that shit too hard, you just flexing on niggas too hard. It was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was killing them niggas spirits. You know what I'm saying? I killed, I was killing mm-hmm. spirits out here. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that shit was the epitome of killing spirits. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. in that moment, my mindset was kind of like, damn, I don't like how that felt. I don't like how how them people was looking at me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so subconsciously from there, we still flexed and we still rolled out in different shits for, you know what I'm saying? And but subconsciously, when it get to a certain level where you start to kill people's spirits, mm-hmm. I take my foot off the gas. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I, you know what I'm saying? I slow it down a little bit. You know what I'm saying? 
and I'm not really knowing this is going on and I'm not knowing why, but, but this is what I'm doing. And I, when I, when I trace my steps back to any time where it's like, yo, we should just kill these motherfuckers. I be easing up. You know what I'm saying? And that, that mm. blocks me from being as successful as I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking about everybody else's feelings. You know what I'm saying? But then yeah. I suffer, yeah. you know? So, so uh, with that revelation and, and understanding that, nah, dog, this is what you're doing and this is why you're doing it, I could kind of turn it back and be like, you know what? When I feel that feeling, because it all feels the same. And it don't have to be when you're killing the motherfucker. It's just like when you got too many resources or when some shit just came too easy for you and Mm-hmm. All that kind of shit You start to feel like You know what Let me you know, I'm gonna ease up on it I'm gonna let up A little bit of guilt yeah. yeah Like a little guilt to it You know what I'm saying And I had to mm-hmm. kill that You know what I'm saying So over this weekend I started killing that shit And it changed my whole <laughs> No it changed How'd my How'd you do that How'd you exercise it? what you do Did you get a Rolls Royce And just nah, Roll through it the fucking it ain't even slums about, It ain't even No it ain't even about the things it's about mm-hmm. your feelings. It's about being aware of your feelings. You being aware of how that feels, and right. and when you feel it, when you're not aware of it, you just take it as oh, this is the truth. Okay, let me just calm down. I ain't gonna do people like right. you. Take that as that's just how you feel, but really, you just letting it slide. But when you're aware that that feeling right there is not right. That ain't right. God gave me these gifts. You know what I'm saying? Right. God wants you to use your gifts and your resources. He wants you to stun on these niggas. Yeah, in a certain way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, right. if God gave you, if you hungry and shit, right? And God uh-huh. gave you a bunch of seeds. Uh-huh. And you just hold them in your pocket. You don't go plant them. Because, you know what I'm saying? I don't want them other people to get mad that I got food. They ain't got no food. Nah, nigga, plant right. the seeds and then you might be able to feed more, a whole lot of people. You know what I'm saying? Right. Plant your seeds, man. You know what I'm saying? Don't be going pulling your seeds out the ground because somebody mm-hmm. else is 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 mad because you got seeds and they ain't got seeds. I gave you seeds, son. Go get your shit done, man. Because I know right. you're going to do the right thing with your seeds. You know what I'm saying? When somebody come up hungry, you're going to feed them. And see? Right. You don't be thinking about that. You don't be thinking like that in the moment. Well, I didn't used to. You just said, right. damn, you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to flex on these niggas. I'm going to let these niggas have it. I done seen this shit, man. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times people be racing you to get to a place that you already been. You know what I'm saying? And you be like, ah, I'm going to just let these niggas have it, man. I done seen this shit. Just like I said, my movie started in the Rolls Royce. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I ain't gotta race you to get to that shit. I don't see. I don't. I know what that feel like. But right. nah, nigga, you supposed to keep on progressing and doing your thing. And 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 that guilt part of it is only hurting you and and stopping you from exploiting the gifts that God had already gave you. So right. that's you know what I'm saying. That 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 right there was a big thing. And then. Later that day, Dolph dropped his record. Mm-hmm. And Dolph is my money muse. You know what I'm saying? Like right. I said, I connect with Dolph on, on all that shit. And then if you mm-hmm. look at the cover of the Dolph record, mm-hmm. 
it's the same as the Rolls Royce incident. He pulling up. You look mm-hmm. at all the faces on that cover, and they looking, Angry. they looking at him like with disgust. That's a real fucking feeling. That's a real yeah. fucking reaction. And when you when you talk about people who who face those reactions every day, some people mm-hmm. fold. Some people keep moving, keep pushing. You know right. what I'm saying? Me, I was stepping out of the way. So mm-hmm. now I know I don't have to step out of the way. You know what I'm saying? And this this is very this is very some very transparent ass shit that I shouldn't I wouldn't normally right, even man. talk about, nigga, because it's like this is like uh like like my Achilles heel in going to where I want to go. And I see, I say I want to go here. I even make all the moves to go there. But then when you get to that certain place where you're supposed to shift gears and downshift and blaze out on a motherfucker, you hit the brakes. You know what I'm saying? You downshift for real and let up off of it. You know what I'm saying? But you know, yeah, I ain't finna have these motherfuckers looking at me like that. And it comes, and a lot of it comes from, and another thing I found out in that whole process was growing up, Every lot of people that surrounded me in my life, that the people your loved ones and the people that took care of you and shit as a kid were all mm-hmm. like in the game. You know what I'm saying? Some kind of way. They were all in the mm-hmm. game. And you see how they were pro- protagonists in the game. And then, you know, the life gets the best of people or, you know what I'm saying, all those pressures of people clawing at you and coming for you and all that shit. And sometimes you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to change my life. I'm just going to be... I'm going to go be regular and shit. And you know what I'm saying? I ain't going to worry about none of that shit no more, right? And they they ease up and then their life look better and they 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 look good and they they it's like life turned out great. They made it through. They were able to run right. the game and get out the game and be good. So mm. subconsciously, what you say to yourself is, "Huh. Maybe I don't do all that other wild shit that they was doing. Maybe I just do what they do after they change their life and then you already be good, right? But right. but then what what it's like is like you're sitting at the finish line, but you ain't never ran the race. You know what I'm saying? Like you ran a marathon on your own, but you never put the number on and ran it against everybody. You know what I'm saying? So you skipping certain parts and you don't get the, you know what I'm saying, the same results because you like, okay, I've seen what that does to people, so I'm just going to not do it. I'm going to just be over here. But sometimes you got to go through it. Yeah, you got to go through it, and you got to face the detractors and the haters and the envies and the, you know what I'm saying, the negative mm-hmm. looks and the hurt feelings and the kilt spirits. You got to go through that shit, man, to, right. to get to the finish line of your life. Right. And you gotta play. You gotta play, man. And that's why you like. Go ahead. And that's that's where I know. That's where I'm at now, and that's why I say my motherfucking quarantine uh, resort is over. Mm. When I started the quarantine, I said I'm gonna work on myself. That's the project I'm gonna work on, and I mm-hmm. did. And I came out with some great motherfucking resolutions, and now it's time to play the game. I hear that. I hear that. No more Wood Harris. You more Mackay Fife. Mm-hmm. 
coming through. It's, it Money reminds me of a I love the game. Yeah. It reminds me of a scripture that the, uh, the great Sean Carter said. Uh, <laughs> you know, I feel like Michael Eric Dyson. <laughs> but nah, you know, like one of my dad, this is one of them shits that resonate. The niggas say, uh, I'd rather die enormous than live dormant. Mm-hmm. That's how we own it. You know, from can I live? Like, you know, right. like it's, yeah, it's a lot of that. Cause right. it, you know, niggas feel it. Like, I, I, I hear you on that because it's, um, I just know, like, how I grew up. Like, it wasn't a lot of, like, there's niggas that had it, but it wasn't a lot of niggas that had it. Like, I wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, and I, you saw, it's interesting because sometimes it's more comfortable just to blend in mm-hmm. to stand than to stand out and, and you know, because when you stand out, you uh you know, there's gonna be a little bit more scrutiny. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a little bit more scrutiny on you if you come through with the fly shit mm-hmm. than if you just wore like some khakis right. or some neutral shit. You know what I mean? Like it's uh even like um and you gotta you have to you have to check that. It right. is a it's a and conscious thing. You have to check that. Holy y'all check that and be grateful for your blessings. It's like because if you like you said, if you ran that race, if you put that number on and you ran that race, they can't say that you wasn't in the race. You wasn't running. Mm-hmm. You was running like everybody else. You just you mm-hmm. wound up in the winner's circle and you shouldn't feel guilty about it. But mm-hmm. it, it is that. I, I right. seen that. I would see that like in um in comedy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, like you see that often. Somebody might get a credit or wind up on a show or get a good, you know, do a good dick, get a uh, uh get booked at a, a fly spot or whatever the fuck. And the people that aren't, you know what I'm saying? They still in contention for it, but they might not at that moment be in the same position as you. Mm-hmm. You know, they might want to scrutinize it or not even scrutinize it with with overt hate, mm-hmm. but they want to, they want to, they want to talk about it or they want to, they want to like, they kind of want to highlight it. Mm-hmm. They say, okay, I see you. You right. know what I mean? And you gotta be like, like with the nigga money making me. Yeah, right. this is me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It is me. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that shit is, that's a different type and, of mindset. And see, here's the deal dog with me. Right. And it ain't mm-hmm. like you don't play the game. Like I don't play the game. And I don't stand out because I purposefully stand out because I've always stood out, right? You know what I'm saying? But here's where the this is where the subliminal effect fucks you up. You know what I'm saying? So for me, I create a whole fucking look, a whole vibe of how I am, right? That's different. And you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't come on the scene looking nobody like nobody else. But the whole shit that I put together. It's based on the fact to be more standing out, but in a subdued way, in a whole way that motherfuckers kind of underestimate you. You know what I'm saying? Especially like when you in a in a in a high life situation, because I know I'm gonna still end up in a high life situation regardless. You know, but you put yourself. I'm I'm doing this 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 whole artist look. I got the you know what I'm saying the the wizard shit and the director frames. I'm creative. You know what I'm saying. I'm a whole have this whole creative look. But then people underestimate you. But then when they talk to you, they be like, oh shit, damn, this motherfucker knows some shit. You know what I'm saying. But that's that's 
that's a comfortable way of standing out for me. You know what I'm saying? But the way that you supposed to come through that shit is come through with your full regalia, your full talents, your full gifts. And it's going to make people uncomfortable off the rip. And it's going to make you uncomfortable to do it because they're going to look at you the same way them people looked at you in Willie Taylor Burger King parking lot when y'all came through with the rose. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and instead of falling back to the alternative, I'm going to sneak flex on y'all. Nah, man. You got to come flexing with your full shit because you're running out of motherfucking time, man. You might not be here yeah. tomorrow. And all you, you know, you, just, you, you did your shit the way to make everybody else comfortable while they underestimated you and made you work three times as hard to flex when you could have been did right. this shit in a whole nother kind of way. Like a peacock with an overcoat on. Like a motherfucking Man. peacock with an overcoat. And you a, and them, and you a motherfucking pres- fly. presidential. Yeah, they gotta let them know. Gotta, gotta let them know. So that, that's, that's, that was like the- That was the Rolls Royce effect. That was the, you know what I'm saying, the, the final- um, lesson for the quarantine. You know what I'm saying? Before mm-hmm. I got back, that that after that, I was like, okay, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep. It going. was just like for me. It felt like God was pushing me to to this point. And once right. I got it, I was like, all right, bet. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready for shit, this shit. Well. Nah, nah. It's let's good. Get, let's it's good because you' about to go down to Atlanta. You know that's the flexathon, so uh, yeah, it's a yeah, good yeah, place yeah, to yeah, yeah, put yeah. that into into uh, into action. Into action, yeah, 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 yeah. Into action, yeah, man. The Black yeah, Hollywood yeah, yeah, outpost. <laughs> there you go, there you go. So that's what's up. Yeah, I'm good. You you unburdened yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and this silent shit, man. It was, it's like like how they be like silent killers. Like when you eat too much salt and shit, and then your high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got too much sugar and you get the diabetes. It's a silent killer. That shit yeah. right there, it's like these silent killers, these triggers in your life that you you they're buried so deep within your subconscious that you don't really understand why you do some of the shit you do. You do it so good that you convince yourself that it's good to do the shit that you do. And the same shit that you think is good is holding you back. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not it's like like I said, it wasn't that I wasn't productive or that you know what I'm saying the shit was strangling me that I couldn't make no moves, but it was it was preventing me from making the moves that I really want to make. I'm stopping mm-hmm. myself. Nobody stopped me. Nobody beat me. Nobody got in my way, man. It was me mm-hmm. the whole motherfucking time, easing up, letting my foot off the gas. And let niggas yielding to niggas just cause you feel like, man, I ain't no, I ain't in no race with you niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's the one thing I like about Dolph. He always talking about, you know what I'm saying? Fuck niggas and shit. You know what I'm saying? 
I ain't in no race with no fuck, nigga. You know what I'm saying? That's what you should have told your 16, yo. You should have said, you know why I like that? Because he say fuck niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because he I don't fuck it. with fuck niggas and I don't either. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah. sometimes you let a fuck nigga pass by just because yeah, I don't even need to be in a, in any type of entanglement with this nigga, man. Go yeah. ahead, man. I what you chasing, I already done seen, man. And I could get to it mm. three times faster than you any time I want to. On my motherfucking mm-hmm. worst day, I met my motherfucking most powerful connects. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At my brokest, nigga. So that's just God giving you signs, man. Like, nigga, you ain't you ain't got to be regular. You mm-hmm. you you blessed with these things, man, that puts you in position that people been trying to get to. They fight to get to. They kill each other to get right. to. You wake up and be already there. Yeah. Don't feel shame about they that ch- shit. Yeah. Man, continue on. You know? They chose you because you the chosen one. <laughs> you know? That's what uh that's real talk. That's what uh Carla Radford hit me with one day. That mm. that's real spit. You know what I mean? Shout out to Carla Radford. Mm. Um but yeah, man, you gotta embrace it. Yeah. You gotta embrace it. No doubt. And don't feel no type of way about that shit, man. Word out. Uh yeah, man. So shit, man. You got anything else you want to say to the people? I think I've said too before much. Before you get out of here? <laughs> think you said too much? Nah, <laughs> man. Go ahead. Go ahead, man. You know what I'm saying? Gotta let that shit You know down. how motherfuckers, uh, motherfuckers listen to the pod that run up on you. Yeah, nigga, I heard you. You know what I'm saying? Was 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 lacking <laughs> and, and holding back. <laughs> what you doing? To, what you doing to resurrect? The, 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 right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, nigga. They want to see it. Man, they want to see the work. Get the fuck up out of my face with that shit, <laughs> man. Motherfucker, I didn't hear. I didn't say it for you. I ain't saying for you be bringing dude. that shit up in my face, nigga. Just watch the work, Hilarious. baby. <laughs> Pay attention. He's paying attention. Watch the work. Oh shit! Did you see the uh? Did you see Cat Williams Supreme ad? Yeah, man. You know I say that shit. Hey, there you go. Shout out to yeah. the P. I, I, I like it. I like I like these pandemic comedy specials because mm. they ain't necessarily comedy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's commentary. It's like it's commentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and it, it like niggas it, it, it taking the freedom. To say the shit that they want to say without feeling the pressure of having to turn it into a joke. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what I fuck with about that Cat Williams shit. He ain't turning yeah. into a joke. He just said the shit he had to say. No punchlines, yeah. no hooks, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he got it off and it was well received. So that was dope, man. You know, uh, shout out to Dub P, past guests mm-hmm. on the show. Kinda yeah, past guess. What you mean, Conda? Because he he came through with no name, like an alias under anonymity. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Anonymous the man with guess. no face. <laughs> the man with no face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the anonymous shit, guest. Man. He came through though. Yeah, he was. Oh uh, shit! The studio. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah uh, shit, man! Tell the people anything you got coming up. You want to let them know. Nah, shit, I'm gonna be here, man. Just keep, you know, watch, watch me live, man. I'm gonna be out here, man. Catch me on the ground mm-hmm. at Mr. Muhammad on Twitter at Mr. Muhammad, and shit, I'll be mm-hmm. right back here next Wednesday in the conversation. That's what's up. That's what's up. Shit, what's going on, with me? Uh I'll be. I'll do. Uh, I'll be on Comedy Central nightly. Not Comedy Central. Comedy Cellar nightly Thursday night. 
Um, and then also I shot some shit early in the pandemic that should be hitting Thursday too. Um, called uh, Khaki is the new leather. So hopefully mm-hmm. that shit or Khaki is not leather. I forget, but it was a it was a fun thing. It was it was some weird shit. I hope it came together well, but that should be impacting Nancy. You'll see it then. But until then. You know, you'll catch us back here next Wednesday. And until then, in the meantime, in between time, tell a friend to tell a friend. Even a hater, an envious person, an enemy, and all of the above. To get in the conversation. We out. Jesus.